Content warning. Although this is a podcast about kids' movies, this podcast isn't for kids and may contain content some people find offensive. Welcome to Much Ado About Nothing, a podcast where we discuss and rate Disney animated films going in alphabetical order, following a rigorous and scientific scoring system based on absolutely nothing. I'm Misha, and I'm Tyler. Mahalo. <laughs> so, what did we watch what does that today? Mean again? It means thank you. Shit. Okay. Well, well, thank you, Misha, for doing this podcast with me. <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> uh, we are watching. Uh, or we're we watching watch, right now. And we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert. I'm still watching it. I haven't finished yet. No, uh, we're, we're talking about Lilo and Stitch, Disney's first. Ooh, that might not be right. First foray into the Hawaiian Isles. Uh, famously, they also returned in. Well, maybe not Hawaii, but Polynesia in Moana. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, w- when did it come out? 2005? I can't remember. I'm not looking at the Two. same. 2002. And apparently it was a big hit. I don't remember that being a big hit, but it was a huge hit. They made like yeah. sequels. They made TV shows. It was the biggest hit since Tarzan in 99. And they Okay, made, that's not saying much. That's not saying much, but that was, <laughs> that was like a dark period, remember, after the Renaissance was over and they were trying... They were trying mm-hmm. things like Home on the Range and they were trying things like Atlantis that were sticking and, tr- <laughs> and Treasure Planet was stuck with some people, but didn't stick with many people. And it was a time of uh, it was a uh, I mean, some people call it like the 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 second dark age or whatever. But I mean, there's some interesting stuff going on in there, I would say. Like this Fun and fancy free the interlude first dark age. Just that. <laughs> yeah. This that, second that dark dude's, age. that dude's hand and the black paint that he put on it. That's a dark age. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let's get into it. Welcome, everybody, to the program. Stop it. <laughs> That's the first time in this episode. Uh, no, it wasn't. I said Because you said. No, but then you said welcome. <laughs> Shit, I always do Enough. This. Uh, enough. What's, what, what's welcome in, in Hawaiian? Mm, Mele- people say Kaliki aloha Maka to me. Is, uh, eh, eh. <laughs> what's that song? <laughs> Just sweaty. I was like, go ahead. Fuck, what is that? I mean, what does that even mean? That's probably non that's probably gibberish, isn't it? No, I, it's 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 not gibberish. Okay, great. It's good. Because I don't want to offend. Um, let's see. I don't know what it means. It's a Christmas song, but oh, oh it means Merry Christmas. Yeah, it means Merry Christmas. But that's not that's like I mean, it's like probably not like Merry yeah. Jesus Day, but ma- Happy Holidays or something like that. It's a, just a close approximation to Merry Christmas, mm. but it's it's like made up for mm. the song. That's our boy Bing, I think, doing that. Yeah, it is our boy Bing. Our boy Bing. Uh, <laughs> I hesitate to call my boy because I'm pretty sure he used to beat his wife, but <laughs> but uh, boy, the pipes on I that mean, guy. Oh, boy, uh, boy, uh, snow, snow. Oh, e como mai. Yeah, okay. But I don't know if that means... E como mai is what you'll see on stores like... That I guess kind of means welcome, but I don't... People don't... Uh, people don't usually say it. 
Maybe they do. I don't know. I've never also listened to Hawaiian podcasts. So mm. do you think that there's a Hawaiian Tyler out there that says the Hawaiian word for welcome way too many no, times? No, because it's they don't. OK, this. OK, here's a whole thing. Okay. Here's the answer a whole was thing. no, because you're unique, Tyler. Oh, <laughs> that's the answer. <laughs> you're a unique snowflake flower. Uh, OK, what I was going to say is. Um, obviously because of colonialism, Hawaiian isn't spoken that regularly. So it's like a blend yeah. of like Hawaiian. I don't know if pigeon is the right thing, if that's derogatory or whatever, but there's like also just like English, but obviously it's fucking US state, but there's like, it's like different, a different dialect. So like you'll see in Lilo yeah, and Stitch, yeah. he's like, how's it? Right. And it's like, how's it exactly? Yeah. So there's like different things. Like English words that are smushed into other words. That's a different Hawaiian dialect that people use. Steve knows more about all this than I do, but. Right. Obviously. But um, yeah, but there, there are a lot of people trying to bring back the Hawaiian language as an official um, language of Hawaii and trying yeah. to get it back in schools because, you know, fuck colonialism. Anyway. Fuck colonialism, for sure. So Fuck Captain Cook. Oh my god, yeah. Um uh but yeah, so everybody, goof troop, gang, uh rat pack, wolf pack, welcome. (laughs) Uh we rate these movies on originality, story, animation, music and sound, protagonist, sidekick, villain, henchman, strong female lead, bipoc representation slash portrayal. I really BIPOC to that. I really, I really hit that plosive. Uh, and fun factor. And then negative points if something doesn't sit right, or bonus points for special effervescence, giving it a total score out of 110. And uh, yeah, Mish, what was Lilo and Stitch all about? Lilo and Stitch is about this cute little alien who was created by this scientist slash inventor. I already disagree, but sure. Oh, I'll save it for later. God, I'm going (laughs) to jump through and slap you silly. Absolutely not cute. He is not cute. He becomes cute maybe later, but he's not cute. He's he's gross. Fuck you. I agree with like 80% of the people. He's gross. What? (laughs) Nobody thinks that. Everybody thinks he's cute. (laughs) Fuck you. No, everyone says he's a disgusting, ugly koala. Oh, in the movie. movie. I I thought you meant in real life, like real life humans. Oh, no, no, no. Fuck no. you, Tyler. I just think he's like not as cute. He's, he's not so bad. Cute. I just think he's not as cute. Okay, we'll get we'll get into it because we I'll I'll let you finish. We'll get into him. When oh, we thank get you to for it. letting but me I have, finish. I just have some feelings. <laughs> I of course. Yes, you may continue. So there's this <laughs> apologies. Apologies, everybody. Apologies, ladies. Apologies, Misha. I'm sorry. I was like, when am Go. I going to get my apology <laughs> in this ramble of apologies? <laughs> Jesus, the last one. OK, fuck you, Tyler. So this movie is about a cute, adorable, super sweet little alien. He's not really an alien. He's a creation made by this like Russian yeah. four eyed alien. <laughs> I don't know what he is. OK, he's got four eyes. He's a nerd. He's a scientist. Four eyes. So. They're at the Galactic Interplanetary Head Council of Counselors, and uh, they're arresting the four-eyed Russian alien for creating a new species. You can't just go around and make new things. That's against intergalactic law. And so um, 
they arrest the scientist. They put Stitch, who's not named 626, he's a number, experiment 626, mm-hmm. in prison. Uh, and they have these yeah. DNA guns aimed at Stitch, 626 at this point, to keep him there. But these dummies with all their technology of DNA guns that are automatically like aiming at the DNA, blah, 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 don't know that our, sali- our saliva contains our DNA. Fucking idiots. So Stitch is like, you know, slobbering all over the place, spits it at the guard. The guns aim at the guard. Pew, 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 pew. Blows yeah. holes in everything. Stitch escapes. 626 escapes. It's really cool, but it's really stupid. And uh, finds a little ship, gets to Earth, Kauai. Mm -hmm. Crash lands. And crash lands. And. (laughs) And. (laughs) Crash in the land. And so cut to um, Lilo, who is in hula class. And this one girl makes fun of her because she's weird and she Four loses eyes. it. And yeah, Lilo loses it. And uh starts beating up this girl, which was so funny. It's it's much more it's violent like, than I had remembered. Yeah. She like legit just like punches her in the face, bites her. Rains blows down upon just, her again, bites her. Yeah. And uh we find out that her older sister, Nani, is her guardian because their parents died. Yep. And social services is like, okay, you know, what's up? Your sister keeps beating up other kids. Like, and Nani keeps losing jobs. She's unemployed. And they're like, we're going to, we can't do, we have to like watch what you're doing instead of, instead of giving you the resources to be a better guardian. We're going to spend resources to make your life hell. So yeah, that's a great system that we've got. And so I feel like, I mean, I don't know enough to like really have a very strong opinion, but I also feel like they did social services a little bit, tiny bit dirty in this movie. Oh, like wait, that they're, that they're constantly trying to steal people's kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like constantly threatening to steal kids and um, not actually like, often doing a good job of getting children out of bad environments. But anyway, I don't know enough about it to have like a really strong opinion. What I do know is they send Ving Rhames to do the job and Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And so um, Ving Rhames is the, is the social worker. Cobra bubbles. What's his name? Cobra. I think his name is Cobra bubbles. Bubbles. And so he's like, uh, turn your life around in three days or I'm taking Lilo away and not like here are resources that you can go to. Here is some help. Here's where you can get food stamps. Here's how you can, um, here's some resources for parenting. Here's a support network in your community. Nothing. He's just like, fuck you. I'm coming yeah. back. So Nani's idea is, uh, let me get you a dog from the shelter because that'll, fix everything so they go to the shelter a lot of people aren't thinking very clearly in this for sure yeah so they go to the shelter and she says that you can pick out any dog you want to lilo and stitch makes his way to the shelter after he crash land crash lands and 
I don't know why you said it that way, but I like it. Just I don't kiss. Know why I did. Crash lands. And uh, oh, he boy. sees a poster of a little doggo and looks at himself. So at this point, he has four, six, six limbs, yep. two legs, four arms. Weird spiny things on his antenna. back. Yeah. Yeah. And he sees the picture of the poster of the dog. He's cute then too, you fuckhead. And sees the poster of the dog and then realizes I have to look like that doggy in the picture and sucks in all the extra parts. I like that resourcefulness. Mm -hmm. It's very good. Then um, Lilo walks into the shelter and he's sitting there and wags his little cute tail like and then hugs her and she's like I want this dog and all the other dogs are like terrified of Stitch because this fucking alien <laughs> just showed up <laughs> Yeah, and so she goes home she pays three dollars two dollars whatever it is and she gets to take Stitch home can I, even though can I add like, one little thing the reason why he so he 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 gets he's being hunted by yeah he gets hit by a truck he wakes up unconscious in the pound or not the pound the dog shelter and then he's about to just book it and then they shoot at him and he runs back in and his escape plan is to turn into the dog and so they who are shooting at him are the scientists that created him who they let out of prison to go capture stitch and this pencil pusher kevin mcdonald as an alien yeah which is so good (laughs) yeah Uh, he's like the corporate stooge that they send to like make sure that dr jumbo like a a biology researcher he studies earth and mosquitoes like mosquito populations on earth i don't really don't but they send him they send him with Jumba to like make sure that Jumba doesn't like go out of line or something like that. I can't remember. Jumba, Jumba's the, the Russian, four, the, the, the four-eyed Russian. Russian scientist. Yeah, I can't remember exactly why he's put on the put along with it, but basically it's like he's the minder or whatever they call it, like the the corporate stooge, handler, like the handler, the minder, watching the What's the prisoner, the person who okay. minds your beeswax. <laughs> okay i don't know no mines your beeswax means minder you don't mind minder is a word i think anyway whatever so yeah so okay. but this is interesting the reason i said resourcefulness is because stitch's plan is like he's not doing it out of like a nice thing he's doing it as a strategic thing to like play it safe and like oh keep yeah trying to by escape. the way yeah we didn't mention this either 626 is like super powerful dangerous he's got one yeah he's Oh, yeah, super to cute, just super cuddly and cute. He's a monster. <laughs> he's a killing machine. You're yeah. a monster. Of course I am. But he's a... Okay. He's, I mean, yeah, it needs to be clarified. Yeah, but he, he, he's they a, made him that way. He is a... And he gets better later, but he is, at this point, a, a Terminator, like T1 I, Terminator. That's actually what I was going to reference. Yeah. But he's still cute looking, yeah, even okay. though he is, you know, created to destroy, he's cute looking. Okay, we can get it to it later because I think he counts as one of the protagonists. So we're like, we can talk about my beef with him mm, later. Okay, let's save my so, let's save my beef. Let's save my beef. Don't ever say that again. And so, he Stitch goes home with Lilo, and it's just shenanigans because he's a naughty boy, and yep. she's trying to get him to be a good boy. And it doesn't work out because he's un- he's naughty by nature. He's naughty and- by nature. Perfect. 
<laughs> and um and then he starts to get better because you know these two aliens are keeping an eye on him and he just keeps sort of using this uh like Lilo as protection so they don't kidnap him because they can't kill humans or they can't be found out and they have silly disguises to try to blend in as humans and it looks very silly um and he starts to get better mhm and Lilo teaches him about family mhm and being a good boy and Elvis and about Elvis yeah who was not a good boy <laughs> no but that's okay and I do like when she's like oh you just go up to women and kiss them <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's something a six-year-old would say I love it right and he does and that's not good boy behavior and not it's good boy not behavior, taken no. well <laughs> no crash land and <laughs> And so um, things start to go well, kind of. He keeps, kind of, Stitch yeah. keeps messing up Nani's job prospects. So she doesn't get a job. So that's a strike against her for the social worker being like, you need a job to take care mm-hmm. of your sister. So they all go, go out surfing. With? And David. David, Jason Scottley. Mowgli. <laughs> Mowgli in like the it, Jungle Book that I remember liking the most when I was a kid, other than the cartoon one, of course. Do you remember mm-hmm. that Jungle Book, the the like the Mm-mm. live action, like the the dark one? No. Yeah, like where people die. It's cool. Jason Scott Lee plays mm-hmm. Mowgli. It was really good. And mm-hmm. I think Lena Headey was the love interest later, Cersei from Hame of Thrones. Anyway. Ugh. Okay. Jessica's. Anyway, Carrie Car- Ellis was the bad guy. Ooh. Na- National treasure. <laughs> I'm still claiming it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, okay, where was I? Uh, he keeps messing up. They keep going to like, this all happens in one day, by the way, but she keeps going for job interviews and he keeps screwing it, it up for her. And apparently that's like the day one. Up for, right. So they go out surfing. Yeah. So they go out surfing and. He's on the surfboard. I don't know what happens, but these two jabrones show up who are trying to steal him back and bring him back to outer space. And a wave takes over. I don't really know what happens. He starts drowning. They pull him down under the water because he can't swim. Lilo somehow starts drowning. He grabs onto Lilo, tries to save him. He is holding on, but these two dum dums are pulling him down and Lilo along with him. And so Nani thinks she doesn't see those two other huge aliens in the water holding onto Stitch. And so she kicks Stitch, thinking he's dragging Lilo down. And they save Lilo. I don't know how Stitch gets uh, saved, David, but he David does. And thank you. David saves Stitch. But guess what? King <laughs> yeah. Rames was there the whole part. time. Yeah, he's watching. just like suddenly everywhere. <laughs> so good. Bubbles. Yeah. He's just watching and not helping as Lilo's drowning, as Stitch is drowning, as they save them. And then he tells Nani, oh, God, this part was so hard to watch. So sad. And he tells Nani, we're coming for your child tomorrow. We're coming to get her. And so 
It's very sad. It's a sad night. Everyone's upset. Yep. Nani doesn't tell Lilo. She's just sad and sings to her, and it's very sad. And then um, Stitch ends up running away. Yeah. He feels not unwanted, too. Because he feels bad now because everyone's mad at him, thinking he was the one that made Lilo drown. So he's sad and runs away. And he just, oh my God, this part's so sad. And he goes out into the woods all by himself reading The Ugly Duckling. And he just wants a family because he's so cute and sad. And I love him so much. And he's just sad and lonely. And then the aliens show up to kidnap him. One of Jumbo does, yeah. And starts shooting at him. Then Stitch runs back home. Mm Mm-hmm. And Lilo tries to protect him because she's like, oh, shit, there's like aliens coming at us. OK, so they destroy yep. the house. And who in shows the process. up? <laughs> and then bubbles. Bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. Always at the worst time. And he's like, OK, we're definitely taking her away. And then Nani goes, you know, because she sees the fire engines running. David went and grabbed her to, for another job opportunity. But she runs home to Bubbles taking her away. They start arguing and Lilo is put in the car, but then she runs away. Mm -hmm. And then Stitch runs after her. I don't know if that's true because I can't remember. Stitch finds her in the forest. Yeah. And to to give her the to give her the photograph of her family. Oh, yeah. Okay. So of her parents and or her with her family. And then um, Shark Alien, who's another character, is sent to get Lilo, I mean, get Stitch, because the other two idiots, Russian and Kevin McDonald, are obviously doing a bad yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> like, and bubbling idiots. So they send Shark. Shark captures both Lilo and Stitch. Mm-hmm. Lilo by accident, just, you know, wanting to get Stitch. There's the, the, the spaceship starts to take off. Stitch escapes. He tries to get Lilo. I don't know if he tries to get Lilo at that point, but it just all happens so Mm -hmm. fast. The spaceship takes off and Nani's running after it and sees all this crazy wackadoo alien stuff happening and realizes that Lilo is gone. Yeah. And they don't know what to do and everyone's upset. And then the Russian catches up to Stitch and is like, you got to come with me. Stitch somehow says some alien word. That convinces, like, just, uh, sure, that convinces Russian to not capture him and to help him. So persuasive. Get Lilo. Mm -hmm. So persuasive. And so they uh, go and find the spaceship to go after Lilo. Mm -hmm. They go after Lilo. They get her. In a big. Then battle. Yeah. And a big whole. Sure. Thing. Yeah. 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 Blah, blah, blah. And then. They get back home. Everybody's home. And then who shows up? Bubbles. Bubbles. Yeah. (laughs) And it turns out he's ex-CIA. He knows about aliens. He's like, oh, I see what's going on here. Okay, you can all live together happily ever after. But then the head of the Intergalactic Agency Council shows up and she's like, give me Stitch. And then they're like, oh, 
this is sad because, you know, we thought we were all together again. But then Stitch starts talking to her. And she's like, wait a second. You're just like talking and you're like a normal little cute guy and you're not trying to murder everybody. Oh, you can stay. Yeah. The end. Well, she's like, you're this is nice that you're like good now, because in the very beginning, she was going to spare his life if he showed any like good part of him. But he was just like, but he said some alien he swear, said some word bad alien swear words. I really yeah. wish we knew what it was. Um, so here she sees that he's like got a heart now and a purpose. So she wants to help, but she's stuck to follow the rules until Lilo shows oh, shows her that she until- bought him. Yeah purchased him at the shelter yeah. and that she has a receipt which is proof that she has ownership yeah and so they have to abide by that law <laughs> yeah that like uh i don't know what town this is in but like let's say well it's on Kauai. what town would be on Kauai? it's Kauai. Kauai so yeah the Kauai, i don't know the county of Kauai. Kauai county is somehow more powerful than the galactic senate which is fine with me it could be like Star Trek, where they're like, oh, we have to abide by the rules of the Ooh, planet Prime that we're directive, on. Which Can't, they always yeah. go against. Love it. <laughs> they don't always I know, but it's just funny it. how frequently they're like, the Prime Directive must not be. Well, Wesley's in trouble. We can't let him die. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he shouldn't have stepped on those he flower shouldn't beds. Have, look, he shouldn't have played that stupid, weird space football and fallen into the... No, they can play the football, but he shouldn't have tried no, too hard. I to think catch the moral it. of that story is Wesley Crusher should not play sports. That's the that's the moral. He should stick to board games. You I hear think me? the moral of the story is he's not sexy enough for that planet. That's true. He he was. I mean, that's his. He had those turtlenecks. He was not. He was not given leotard. The sex. Will Wheaton, by the way, very handsome man. Very handsome man. Now he's grown into himself. Okay. All right, calm down, Tyler. <laughs> really quick. Um, I love how when the alien, like governor lady, the the leader, when she's leaving and you know putting the shark guy on the ship and everything, she whispers to one of her assistants like, "Don't let those two on the ship." And then they just leave. They don't let the doctor and Kevin McDonald on the ship. Yeah, I like that part. It was really funny. They're they're just like exiled because she doesn't want them with her, which is so because she's because they suck. Morons. Yeah. Ah, lovely. <laughs> well. Mm-hmm. That was that was a uh, the best synopsis of Lulu and Stitch I've ever heard. Honestly, oh, shut up. Tyler. Honestly, it is. It's the best. <laughs> Wait, how many synopses of Lilo and Stitch have you heard, including written ones? Four. And mine's the best out of yeah. out of four. Yeah. Wowie! Yeah, Look see. at that. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it. Originality. This is original. It's really original. Yeah. It was. It's super original. It was stewing for a while. It's a little. Okay. So I guess we need to maybe not give it like a perfect score because it's a little E.T.-esque, of course. Yeah. Um, But it's not like. But like the dynamic of like the older sister raising the younger sister, like the. Yeah. I don't know. And being taken into a fit like, well, that's E.T. Shit. But they do this interesting thing where they like it's not just uh it's not just about Stitch. And in fact, like the right. perhaps this might be our uh, controversial, but the least interesting part of it is like all the Stitch nonsense. And what's the really important stuff is like Stitch finding. OK, st- I disagree. Stitch fi- Let me uh, not all the Stitch nonsense, just the Stitch nonsense. That's like him 
doing like crazy shenanigans. I think what's sure the family part of it, like him finding purpose and finding family and then the family struggle as well. Mm-hmm. That's what I really liked about it. And and I like that he stays. Yes. And I like that it was alien. I like the I actually do like the opening of like who he is how he was created that they created this life form like that all to me was super interesting and cool and it wasn't just like with et it's like oh it's an alien okay like don't mention anything else about it he just wants to Mm -hmm. go home but with this it's like stitch's story is really unique i think is really unique and original in that i agree like him not belonging to anything and yeah, he's running away, yeah. but he's not running to anything. And that's causing friction. And he's like, I mean, I would say maybe like acting out and acting so crazy because he doesn't really have a purpose in his <gasps> I life. I love that. Well, because he's trying to find a city and he's, oh, and he's on Kauai. Yeah, he wants to find a city to destroy, <laughs> which like, is really funny too. Yeah. yeah. The part that I did. I thought that was really yeah, cute. Yeah, that was really good. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And then he recreates San yeah. Francisco so he can destroy it in her room. That was really cute. Out of toys. Yeah. yeah. Um, the part that really I just cute. thought it was a little. the Okay. So I'll just say, because it's been, I've been stewing on it. And Tip-toeing what I don't like on. about Stitch is like the last like third of the movie where he's like, where it becomes like a cute character who like is throwing out catchphrases and stuff. And I also just didn't like his voice. It just really grated on me. The weird, like <gasps> gibbery, like, like, like some guy doing yeah, a gibbery. I, nah, I don't like it. I didn't like it. I love it. I like it. And like the, I wholeheartedly sort of like disagree. Karate kicks and then screaming like stupid head and aloha. I just thought it was a bit too much. But I love the. I like it because it's like he's learning some. Like Lilo said, "stupid head," and so he's like thinks that's the worst thing you could say to somebody. Okay, fine, that's fair. But right, like yeah. he's just learning from a six-year-old girl of like how to be bad. Yeah, like that's really cute. Well, I don't have a problem with the word "stupid head." It's the way it was. I don't know. I just find him to be a bit much. I liked how he sounded. I feel like the the marketing of this movie was too much. I mean, I understand why they did it, but it was the marketing was like all Stitch and everything since then had was Stitch. Like the sequel was all about well, Stitch being crazy. I'm not and, here to talk about the marketing of this movie. I'm just ta- rating the movie itself. I just think it's let's OK, let's stick with originality. It's very original. It's very original. <laughs> it, I think it's very original, but it is E.T. like in that a young kid is hiding and take. Well, kind of. But yeah. Living with, you know, an alien living with a family. Yeah. So it's like... What do you think, like an eight? You know. Oh, I I think it's a little less original than oh. an eight. I would say a seven. Okay. All right. I would have said an eight, but then you mentioned E.T. And it, I mean, although it's not actually... Be, you know what? Let's go back to up to an eight, because it is very different in that she's her. It's just Lilo. It's not like a whole gang of kids. There are other kids who don't like her and aren't friends with her. The people that are searching for him aren't like the FBI or CIA or like, you know, an earth based agency. It's like, yeah, let's go back up to an eight. I like it. I like Stitch's story and his back. Everything about the movie is I mean, I again, like as we said before, we don't really get into the development weeds too much. But this movie was kind of set up to be like, okay, let's make like we've had some big spender ones let's make like a cheaper movie like we did with dumbo and make a hit out of it 
and it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, mm-hmm. the people who wrote it and thought about and produced this movie, like I think they did a good job of taking like elements. You know, we've talked about this before, like taking elements from other things and like making something interesting and new out of them. We've got like family troubles. We've got space stuff. We've got like a rascally protagonist and then like who's uh, weird or whatever and zany. Like they've got all these like elements that have been in movies before, but they combine them in an interesting way. And this is more story stuff, but like the family mm-hmm. stuff was very, very powerful and, and interesting. For, I mean, for a Disney movie, fucking a like two strong women and like of color yeah and anyway we'll get into all Mm -hmm. that but i think like all that does add to the originality for sure yeah yeah okay i agree yeah definitely all right eight sweet all right story Story. it's i love this story story i think it's it's really good like like separately it's like two separate stories that they did a really good job of putting together and having it make sense like stitch's story of why he exists and crash land on mm-hmm. earth and then yeah crash land and then the sister's relationship like that whole thing is like so unique you usually yeah. have like one parent dead or an orphan but like having that sister dynamic i really liked of like um like you know they kept saying like we're a broken family but we're still a family and it's like i don't know it's really sweet and touching Very sweet. And, I liked, yeah. and it felt it felt real, mm-hmm. right? Like having to navigate like um, the being mother daughter, but your sisters yeah. or like parent child, but your siblings and like having a kid act out because of like, of, I don't know. I thought that was great. It was very good. And I liked how they like really gave it time in the story instead of just, I don't know. Like, I feel like with, with like lesser skilled people, this, that would have been like in the mm-hmm. background, but it wouldn't have been like dealt with properly. And I felt like they really yeah. did a good job. And mm-hmm. like, I think they even did a good job of like, I mean, y- you and Steve would know this much better than me, but like, I think they even did a good job of like portraying Hawaii in like a non stupid way. Like they show like kind of the, yes. the more realistic side of Hawaii. Like they mentioned like the, mm-hmm. the luau thing yeah. is a tourist trap. They mentioned like, they show like sort of ramshackly yeah. buildings. Like, like Nani's situation is not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, right. Like, and then the, the stitch part where like, he's got these people following him and those characters are kooky and weird. And yeah, it's all, I mean like all the little elements, the chicken little, this is not, it's not like a stew of bullshit that doesn't fit together. This like works, works yeah. well, I think. Yeah. It weaves together really nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I liked that the the doctor and the weird uh, Kevin McDonald like turned out okay in the end too. Like I, that they're just, because they never really strike you as really bad. And then, so it's a little predictable. Well, right, but because, it, well, also because like their interests are explained in the beginning yeah. And then the mission doesn't exactly align with what they want to do, but they're sort of strong armed into doing it. So when it doesn't work out at the end, it actually does work in their favor. So they're like, okay, yeah, like, great. We don't have to kill this thing that I spent my entire life creating or um, Kevin McDonald's mosquitoes and his like, you know, quest to protect earth are fine. Like it doesn't get blown up and he gets to save the mosquitoes. So that's fine. Which he realizes are stupid. And then he starts. He realizes he was tricked, I think, maybe at the end, but um, yeah, by Bubbles, 
popping up again. Even the, I mean, maybe the weak spot is the the David love interest and like Bubbles maybe showing up all the time. I think Bubbles was a little bit, maybe could have yeah, it's a little, over, a the little top. over the top. But um, and like the 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 higher level aliens like threat might have been a bit. I don't know. I thought it was okay. It worked actually. I, that part I didn't mind the higher like them checking in because it was sort of like. Because otherwise, I feel like they wouldn't have kept trying to capture Stitch yeah. if it wasn't for the higher alien, like, checking in on them constantly. They, it, they, I don't know. Well, but the thing is, like, when they get fired, remember, like, at some point, the lady, I forget her name, but the, the alien, head, head alien lady, uh, mm-hmm. you know, ladies gendered, but you know what I mean? Uh, she fires them and <laughs> says, you guys suck. Oh and yeah, then, and then Russian wants to blow him up. And then Russian's like, "Fine, the gloves why. are off. I'm going to blow him up because he's my creation, and I know how to handle him." Whereas, like, but he's also, but then like mm-hmm. the pa- the sort of patronizing dad, like I'm your like Doctor Frankenstein with the monster type dynamic comes out where he's like, he doesn't really want to mm-hmm. kill him. He just wants to like kind of see him in action in a little bit because uh, they do that hot potato game with the explosive which you wouldn't do that if you wanted to like really kill somebody like you know what i mean right <laughs> so yeah he's got a he's got a big russian heart of gold okay <laughs> maybe not <laughs> david ogden Styers, by um, the way of mash I... fame oh yeah his russian accent was a little um, over over the what top. i didn't like oh okay was the montage at the end. Yeah. So like the movie ends, right? Where you're like, hooray. And then it's like, what, five full minutes of just watching Stitch and Lilo and Nani and David and whoever, like, and just all of them, like in different scenes doing fun things. And I, f- I feel like that went on for way too long. It went on way too long. It was, and it was basically just like. Like we get yeah. it. We yeah, we know Stitch is good at this point and that he's cute and it's like your family and that you're going to do cute things together. But like, in, so why is this so? Yeah. Long? And it's like, it's weird because it's sort of I mean, obviously, there are aliens in this whole thing, but there is this like element of realism to the story. And that ending just sort of kind of shoots the realism in the foot where like the Secret Service agent is st- or the this ex-CIA social worker is still ch- hanging out with them and going to Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah. With them, and they like Stitch is doing like dance competitions with him. Like who lets a dog because I'm guessing the rest of the world still thinks he's a dog who lets a dog enter a dance competition with a bunch of humans. But I'm not I'm not against dog and human dance competitions, but it's like who who lets that happen? <laughs> I mean, it just, it was, yeah, it was really. Who lets the dogs in? <laughs> Who lets the dogs into this car? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, I totally agree with you. Also, just that, like, that Winona Judd, um, like, Elvis song oh, was just, it, went, uh, yeah, it was too much. Gonna, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is in my notes. But yeah. But for a later category. <laughs> so what do you think about the story? Like, what do you think about the score? I think it should be pretty high. Um, cause it's pretty great. I was thinking like a seven. Okay. Is interesting. That, you think too low? Too high? Too I was low. thinking eight, but I can go down to a seven. I might be I, too nice. Maybe. I, I, I like this movie. I just think there's some problems that I, that we've already mentioned that would bring it down a little bit. Okay. All right. That's all like. Yeah. I mean, a seven's fine with me. I think. 
maybe I'm being too nice because I just like I really like this after after some stinkers. Um story wise. I mean Lady, Lady and the Tramp, Tramp was a stinker, a but, stinker. The, but the story was like a little bit Are you talking about your poop before this? I did drop a nasty fart right before this, but anyway. Um Ugh. Glad we're not recording in the same room. Oh, Sorry, yeah. just kidding, just kidding. I mean, just for the fart. I know. That's it. Oh uh, boy. So. Seven's fine. Seven's fine. Oh, I guess. Yeah. No, seven, let's seven. go up to an eight. I want to give it an eight. Done. It's already an eight. I already put it in. It's set in stone. I carved it. All right, eight it is. Uh, actually, maybe seven because of that montage at the end. Okay, eight. You already put See? it in. See, that's. You already put it in. Animation. I mean, right. we could go back to a seven if you want. Stop it! <laughs> uh, animation. I, if I may uh, begin, I really liked it. I mean, parts of it are like little wonky and simplistic, but I thought it was really beautiful. Me too. Okay, great. They. Did, I thought you were gonna say the opposite. No, they did this like watercolor. Like, I had to look this up, but most Disney movies were, and I'm gonna mispronounce this word, but like gouache paint which is like water-based but more opaque sort of not oily but Mm -hmm. looks more like acrylic or oil this one they were like going for this watercolor feel to it and it looks i think it looks really gorgeous it looks cartoony but in a really beautiful way they didn't go for like realism Mm -hmm. but hawaii looks hawaii looks vibrant beautiful maybe the water isn't the Mm -hmm. most amazing animation of water ever but it still looks pretty Mm -hmm. good um the people are a little clunky and wonky but i liked how they had like and this is maybe i don't mean this in a weird way but they like were full bodied like they had like they weren't yeah break thin and nani and lilo are thick yeah. and that's how like people should be and i'm glad they moved away from like you know super skinny whatever f- traditional figures yeah. yeah i i loved the hawaiian uh bodies that they had it was really good they did this it weird really thing with good. nani had like this vicious v which was a that was a little bit weird looking but anyway um it just i seemed, didn't it stare at her crotch that much not her crotch it was like it was too high it was like near her belly button like it didn't make sense with like the rest of her figure like why there was be a, mm. a v into her like ab muscles but anyway so that was a little wonky I, but the movement was good. Like the, I forget his name, but like Pleakley or whatever, the Kevin McDonald character, his movement. I don't know what his name is. And, and Jumba, the four eyed Russian guy there, those two, like the mm-hmm. big versus skinny dynamic mm-hmm. was really good too. Like their animation together was really good. Yeah. I thought the animation was good. Yeah. Um, one thing I noticed is that on uh, Lilo's door, she had a handwritten side that said Kapu, which is like forbidden. Ooh. So it's like, or like, so it can, it can mean different things, but in that case, it means like forbidden, like don't, you you know, do not enter essentially it's forbidden to enter, but then it's also like taboo. So kapu is like, don't do this thing because it's taboo. Mm. So I like that they had that. That was nice. Yeah. So like there were a lot mm-hmm. of like, there's little, like little nice touches. Yeah, yeah. Back to the thing we said about Hawaii, like they, at the end, it was part of the montage, but they were competing in a, um, in the Merry Monarch Festival, which is like a big deal in Hawaii, apparently. And mm-hmm. they also had like a, a there's a famous statue of 
this guy Duke, who was like a famous surfer, if I'm remembering. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know. They a famous surfer. It's like the capital, the famous the, surfer. Yeah, the yeah. big guy, the big Kahuna. Um, but they, I mean, I don't know anything about Hawaii really, so I don't want to like sound like I know what I'm talking about because I had to look a lot of stuff. But I really liked that they like did it right because they're like no more europe mm-hmm. in fairy tales let's do something vibrant and different and yeah and they went to hawaii and they visited and they're like oh ohana and it is wasn't cool. about white people in hawaii which i really liked because not disney per se but there are a lot of movies about white people in hawaii yeah. and it's like okay what about hawaiians in hawaii yeah uh also in the very beginning lilo is late to uh dance practice because she's swimming or she's at the beach and she takes a picture mm-hmm. of this fat guy with a sunburn and later oh the and yeah with the weird like um sun lines and then we later tank see the yeah. tank the, the tank top and then we later see like in the background they don't like ever show it front and center but we see that she's got all those pictures on her wall which is really mm-hmm. nice um, yeah there's a Mulan poster in Nani's room and there's also like a Mulan Chinese restaurant yeah a little nod to like that, the, the asian american community in in hawaii and also mm-hmm. mulan which is a great movie debatable but uh, i i still like it uh <laughs> when, until i watch it again and maybe hate it it's coming up too moana and mulan coming up soon but anyway um yeah i mean i can't oh my god they are wow we're really i didn't realize how far along we were yeah i mean i know how far along because it's the alphabet but you know Moana always felt like it was really far away, and here we are, almost yeah. there. Also, I guess this is this is an animation thing too. But in the beginning, when Lilo escapes, he does this like hyper jump, like a you know sort of like a mm-hmm. faster than light jump, and the ship because mm-hmm. it was the ship was broken, and it like does this cool like glitched out hyper jump, which looked really cool. Like yeah, and then there was a ripple when- effect, which was really awesome too. That like hits the other ships. I just thought that was really nice. Like they did a lot of fun different types of animation for this yeah. movie right because you do have this space thing and then you have this hawaii thing and they smash together and i like that a lot and when um you'll like this when stitch arrives after his uh crash land <laughs> he's like there's this like glowing green like yeah. green glow behind him and glow. he like jumps up and it just it looked really cool i love some green glow that's one of my favorite yeah there's a lot of great yeah i already mentioned this with the russian guy and jumba and pleakley or whatever their names were but there's a lot of great movement lilo's or stitch's movement is really really good stitch's movements are really good because um, pe- he's so cute yeah the people and he moves in a really fun weird way he does that is true i do like how he moves he is so cute he's got this I mixture of like he's got this mixture of like dog and spider which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. I I would say like one downside if there is one is like the the movement of the people is some is pretty awkward most of the time. Um but it's not that big of a deal. It's just like I'm nitpicking. It's like mm-hmm. with Aladdin like mm-hmm. the there's just some sloppiness in like some of the details, but Aladdin was a little I think Aladdin was a little worse. I would agree with that. Yeah. I think Like or there were more prop like not worse, but there were more problems i agree like bigger problems in aladdin they were more noticeable like Um, people's like people were mm -hmm. holding things and then they weren't holding those things anymore i didn't notice anything like that in um Mm -hmm. in this movie i really loved the watercolor thing too i really loved it i mean 
Yeah. It's not like That's a style that we that we keep seeing with backgrounds and yeah, yeah that keeps coming back. So like I mean I want to give it a high score. It's not like it's it's not like a a 9 or 10 I don't think, but I think it like kind of deserves an 8. I know yeah. it's like 888. Also, going all of the-, the different aliens, like we didn't even talk about that. Like there were so many different yeah. types of aliens, although mm-hmm. all of them were bipedal, which I kind of did not like. Alien fact. Uh, Pleakley, Kevin McDonald. Is it? It's not, it's not a fact. Okay. Okay. Just Zeno fact. A Zeno fact here. Uh, uh, Pleakley had like three or four legs. I think he just like, <laughs> I think didn't he? He had no, but, like, he had oh, like uh, three legs. He just like walked in a okay. He walked upright and oh, maybe because of his disguises, his lady disguise. <laughs> I got was getting confused that and I, thought, oh, look at that real lady. And then he took the wig off. I was like, oh my god, it's Kevin McDonald this whole time. I should have got up and up an octave, and then I would have sounded like yeah, Kevin yeah. McDonald. Like <laughs> he's so good. Yeah, it's Kevin McDonald. He's a he's a treasure, Canadian treasure. So All right. animation. What are you thinking? Um, so yeah, you were talking about the I, anyway. Like the, there are non bipedal, but they still like walk upright, so they still kind of okay, look bipedal, whatever. But, but yeah. they all looked really cool. Yeah. Like I think an eight. The whole okay. Me too. All right. Maybe we're being too nice. Music and screw it. Eat a butt. Whoever doesn't agree with us, or go watch the movie. Uh, music and sound. Highs and lows. Highs I feel like and lows. Yes, agreed. Yeah, there was some really great Hawaiian music. I really yeah. enjoyed that. The credit, so- the opening credit song was <laughs> lovely. lovely. Yeah. I really liked that. They had this Hawaiian um, song singer and songwriter for that, and the Kamehameha School Choir, which I thought was really cute. Mm-hmm. Um. They came back for two, they were two songs by the same singer, songwriter, and the choir. And I thought that was great. The Hawaiian roller coaster ride, which I didn't like that song as much, but I appreciate that they have Hawaiian music and they have brought in, you know, um, a, Haw- a Hawaiian singer, songwriter for that. Um, I thought the score was pretty good. I thought the score was great. Yeah. And it's like a yeah. Alan Sylvester, they got like, Mm-hmm. one of the big guys to do it like back to the future who framed roger rabbit like he's done a bunch of movies i thought it was like it was a really strong score i thought i thought it was good until we get to the end uh like i'm trying in, to think in the climax was... you mean like with the, all the space ships zoom mm-hmm. zooming and Mm-mm. zip zipping no the um the song was it after the no the end credits was it during the montage well during the montage it's an elvis song it's burning love with by winona judd right yeah winona judd yeah i'm not talking about when i say it's strong i just mean the score i don't mean the the soundtrack with the with the elvis songs i no so i know i yeah. know. i'm okay. talking about just the score but now i'm saying i thought the whole movie the songs were good the elvis songs through it were good because it was elvis i thought the hawaiian songs were good but then I really didn't like the end credit okay. song. Gotcha. Felt, that's what I'm saying. Gotcha. I thought everything was good. And then the lows of the end credit song. Gotcha. I thought you were talking. I thought you were saying the I score was started- good until the end. I misunderstood or misheard. No. Yeah. Sorry. 
So yeah, the Winona everything, Judd, all the music was good. The Winona Judd song was awful, and then there was like a and another then the, can't help falling in love. Yep, by the some, pop by version some of pop, that pop group like that. It's like a weird teens. It's one of those weird like like um oh you know like In Sync and Backstreet Boys were huge, but then there was like other boy bands around the same time, like Ninety Eight Degrees mm-hmm. and other ones that like it's one of those like off. Disney Channel. Oh, nine, at least 98 Degrees we've heard of. Yeah. But I mean, teens I've never heard of. It's one of those like Disney Channel. And that's how NSYNC started, actually. I remember watching, distinctly watching NSYNC on Disney Channel. Disney Channel really trying to make them big. And then they made it big because they like actually were talented, arguably. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I didn't like the I agree with you about like the Elvis songs were a nice touch, although like I don't I just don't uh, totally understand all the Elvis love all the time. But I uh, fine uh, music is fine. And I liked how like Lilo liked it. So well, it he, became was, a, he a strong was big thing. in Hawaii. Yeah. So, so that's why, like, I mean, I get I get it. It makes for sense. This movie. Yeah. Uh, I think right. the score was good. There was and I agree with you about the Hawaiian music and the inclusion of Hawaiian music was really, really good. Uh, mm-hmm. the only one I didn't quite like is like when they're surfing, there's a song that it starts really good, but then like some of the lyrics That's are the like ro- Hawaiian roller coaster ride song. Is that like a, I don't know. It seemed a bit on the nose to me, but if that's like an, a real song, then I'll shut up. It just seemed like a little too much. What do like, you mean a real song? Like it, it didn't sound like a real song. It sounded like a song that uh, they made for the movie to put a Hawaiian sounding song in. No, I think it was. But it's like, yeah, I think yeah it like, was made. We hang 10. This is the Hawaiian way of life. Like all the lyrics were a bit too yeah, on the yeah. nose, I thought. I thought that was a little weak. But all things considered, like there are some low points, but most of it I thought was pretty high. I think the score is really, really good. But, you know. Uh, there are some big lows for sure. The nice thing mm-hmm. is the biggest low is in the end credits and nobody watches those things anymore. But right. um, the Winona Judd thing, it's kind of like you kind of get stuck watching it. it. During the montage. Yeah. Right. Wasn't that during? Yeah. yeah. I was kind of disappointed. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. So can I actually mm-hmm. along with this? Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something? Mm-mm. Is like just sound this doesn't quite i mean i don't know if this really fits here but uh, i you know it's sound adjacent i guess they did a good job of like um the some of the actors brought in you mentioned like how's it and things like some of the actors Mm -hmm. they were consulted on like how hawaiians actually speak and they brought in like some of the colloquialisms which was nice, like that, that, that. Well, Tia Carrera, who's Nani, was uh, born and raised in Hawaii. And Jason Scott Lee is Hawaiian yep. or part Hawaiian. So like, yeah, I, which I will get into that later. But yeah. What about sound adjacent? What about sound adjacent? Yeah, I just popped into my head. So I want, what about like sound? Sound effects were OK. They were like space sound effects and they were fine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, what do you think about a score? How badly do uh, those ending songs hurt is, this, basically, is what we need to think about, I suppose. That we had to sit through the Winona Judd song. And it wasn't really an end credit song. It, like what you felt ha- it you, like yeah. continued into the credits, but it was part of the movie. Um, the Hawaiian roller coaster ride one was kind of cheesy. Mm hmm. 
I think the benefits from like what I did like about that falls into the BIPOC category more than it does into the music category, right? Like fair. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I did love the opening credits song though. It was very, very good. And the yeah. score. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, my, my thinking would be like, it's, it's mostly good, but like, maybe it's like on the good side of, uh, like, okay. like a six. I was going to say a six. Oh, yeah. I was okay. going to say six. I mm-hmm. wanted to, good. when I was first watching, I was like, I wanted to give this a seven, but then, then the end happened. <laughs> so then yeah. so maybe that drops it yeah. down a little bit. Cool. All right. Well, mm-hmm. protagonists. Because I think it's both of them, right? I would I would argue. Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Because like Stitch, hmm. it's it's it it's it's Stitch's movie and it's Lilo's yeah. movie. Yeah, you're right. Because it's two very strong stories and they're the protagonists of those. They're each of those separately yeah. and then come together to make one movie about titular Lilo and Stitch. When to become one, I need some Stitch <laughs> like I never needed Stitch before. I love them. I want to make Stitch to you, Lilo. Gross. Ew! God! Gross. Cut that uh, out. Cut it out, Tyler. Cut it out. It's getting cut out. Um, I hope not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Hey, donate Wait, to our Patreon. Donate to. <laughs> I want to make Stitch to you. That is the quote from. <laughs> oh boy. We don't have Patreon, but we do have Buy Me a Cup of Coffee. If you buy if us you a head cup to of our coffee, website, oh, I will. I will even... call you and leave. Like, I want to make Stitch no, to you, baby, won't. on Stop your it. voicemail. No, no, you won't. No, Stop won't. promising that. Because the Cut international phone okay. call will cost more than the cup of coffee that you talk to. <laughs> <laughs> Protagonists. So, okay. I already mentioned my beefs with Stitch. He's fine. I love his journey. Like, his character's arc is really good. He's so cute when he's in the woods alone. Yeah. Like, ugly duckling. I just don't like his... I don't like the scribble, scrabble, him. scribble, scribble voice. I love his scribble, scribble. I, don't like I the love scribble, when scrabble. he says not... I love it. Ugh. I love it. I love Stitch. Um, Ugh, I love him so much. I love when he's bad. I love when he's good. Yeah. Uh, I loved how they were not afraid to show the main characters like really not okay. Like like Lilo's not mm-hmm. okay. She's like in. And they talk about it yeah. too. It's not just showing it, but like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone, else, some, someone pointed this out. I'm going to like name drop because I I want to give credit where credit is due. There was this article I read called After the Renaissance about Lilo and Stitch retrospect. Like this, mm-hmm. I'm going to, how do you pronounce it? J-A-E-L? Jael? Jael? Jael Peralta. Yael? Yael maybe Peralta? Wrote this Wait, in, can, Peralta? Peralta's the last name. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to shout this out because I thought it was interesting. She mentions that like, she really appreciated watching this movie when she was a kid because Lilo is kind of like maybe coded as on the autistic spectrum. And she like really identified with that. And I didn't even think of that. So I thought oh. it was nice that like, yeah, maybe Lilo is like because of the way she interacts with the other girls and the way mm-hmm. that she her mind works was I thought that was interesting that they. Um, I did not see that and or pick up on that. Yeah, I didn't either. I until took I read it that. as just 
she's going through a really tough time emotion, which she is like, that's what's happening. There's that too. for And, you know, obviously there aren't support systems in this world they are in because instead of giving support to Nani, they're just threatening to take Lilo away. Yeah. And so they're going through a tough time. And so she's acting out because she's six. She is. She's six. Her parents are dead. Her sister's having a tough time being the caregiver, which is all understandable. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she's sad. There are some real gut punch. Like we didn't talk about this in Lady and the Tramp, but Lady and the Tramp did this like slow motion, sad dogs in the pound gut punch that we didn't mention. Mm -hmm. This one also has just some lines like when Lilo says, I I cried. I like full cried in this. Yeah, me too. Like me too. Yeah. When Lilo said, like, I like you better as a sister, not a mom, like that part really Mm -hmm. hit me when Stitch in the Woods, like alone was really sad, too. And then it it was like a real tiny little moment. But when Lilo is like in the spaceship and flying away, like he and Lilo and Stitch, like share a little moment. And like, I forget what they say now but like there was that moment really stuck out to me too yeah it's a it's an impactful story for um, both of them when stitch when i think it was when stitch says this is my family it's little and broken but still good oh my god i lost it that was good mm-hmm. that i like yeah. i like that he said and that when, but it it came at a part that was like maybe it's just because it was like all the aliens were there and all the characters were there standing on the beach. It seemed a little too like, yeah, but they just, it all right. It was a little too cheesy. No heart. I don't have it. Okay. And then when, um, Nani is singing to Lilo, that hit me pretty hard. And she's knowing that they're going to take Lilo away. Oh my God. I'm crying now. Yeah. Ooh. And then like the, and then the thing is like the, back to a little bit of my my annoyances was stitch my annoyances with like the way this movie was marketed and what came after everything's all stop talking about the marketing it has nothing to do with this i know but it's like everything's so stitch focused like the end of the movie is all stitch like doing cool yeah because he's awesome yeah and he's cute and he's fun i wanted more like naughty and i like that i wanted more like depressing family drama out of this maybe but Okay, this is still a kids movie. It is still a kids movie. Yeah, it is. I would sure. like to remind you. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about this? That it has to be a little fun, even it, if it's depressing and sad. It does. Because yeah. it's a kids movie. It does. Not I everyone know. can be as sad as Tyler. I know. I know. And. Um, okay. I was going to say something. Let's this, give this. Yeah. Like, what do you think about a score? score? Like, I feel like the score should be pretty high. Like Nine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine Good. with that. I love, I love both of them. Honestly, I think even I if re- this movie. Lilo is terrific. Yes. Even if it's like, I mean, the, the two of them together, it's really great. But I feel like even if it were just Lilo, it would still be like a nine, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yes. Yep. Well, you think, oh, no, it'd be better with that stitch because you're a stitch hater. I do think that it could have used less of the stitch shenanigans and more of like stitch finding purpose part of it. But the shenanigans were fun. I liked the bumbling duo that are the following him. The shenanigans were lots of fun. They were lots of fun. All right. Just by the end with the shark Let's... man coming after them, it was a bit, it all got to it. Oh, actually, quick little thing for animation. In that fight scene in the spaceships, 
apparently, according mm-hmm. to Wikipedia, which could be wrong, but that's how far my research goes. Apparently, like the ship, I think the ship that the the Russian guy scientist is flying, that was originally mm-hmm. going like Stitch was originally going to like hijack a seven forty seven forty seven and fly it around, but then nine eleven happened. So yeah. the, so they quickly like they had to change it at the last minute eleventh hour and fix it. And it still a little bit looks jumbo jetty. Um, but yeah, I thought that was it. But I mm. thought it was interesting that they they solved the they quickly solved the problem in a in, in a way that, that is was, interesting. And they didn't go over budget either, I don't think. So that's it's cool. Good they didn't keep it as it's uh, good they stitch didn't do that. Stealing yeah. a plane. Yeah. Or hijacking a plane. A booty. Okay. All right. Sidekick. The first category that is going to get her low score because there is no sidekick that I remember. You don't think it's Nani? Is Nani a sidekick? At the end, she kind of is. I don't know. I don't know. It's confusing when you have two protagonists. Yeah, I don't think that. All right. I'm trying to think of a, a parallel, but I don't think like, for example, I don't think like Anna is the, well, now, Frozen's not a good example. We've seen something recently where, like, the... Oh, yeah, late, maybe it was late in the trip. Tramp is not a sidekick. Tramp is, like, is, like... He's a love interest. He's a love interest. He's doing different things in the story than being a sidekick. I think Nani is... But Nani's, there are side... But Nani's not a mm. sidekick. She's not really, like... She's, like, the mo- the mother-parent-parental figure. Yeah. She's so not a sidekick, per se. Right. It was, like, if if Lilo had a friend... That was helping her. Yeah. Like one of the kids. Okay, fine. Or that one. cool frog that keeps showing up on the on the highway. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm fine giving it something for the fact that Nani is in it and she's supportive and she at the end mm. turns into a sidekick a little bit. And also the bad guys turn into a sidekick a little bit. I'm fine giving it more than a one. I just don't think it's like a five or a yeah, six. Or no, anything. I don't think. I think we either say there are sidekicks or there aren't right. sidekicks. Then it's one unfortunate. Unforch. Okay. Yeah. Villain. All right. Now. Is it the two? This is hard too. Because or they, is it the they, intergalactic lady? Is it her? Because she turns out to be okay in the end. Is it the, is shark, it the shark? Shark man. If it is, it's a low score because he's really boringsville. And he's not in it that much. I don't think it's the shark man. I think would say it's either we either choose the galactic bald lady. I mean, they're all bald. The galactic lady, inter- head of the intergalactic council, or the two. I think, I think he, the he, Russian and yeah. Kevin McDonald, or Kevin McDonald and Russian are the henchmen. Here's my because they ooh, play more of a henchman role. Yeah. Here's my proposal. This is maybe a little off beat, but this movie's a bit off beat. The lady, what is her name? Because calling her lady just feels like fucking wrong. Also, right. We don't know that um, she is a lady. Yeah. What her grand council woman is her character's name. So oh, right. woman. So grand okay. council woman <laughs> is the villain who, you know, in the end, some villains turn out to be not so bad. She's the villain. Mm-hmm. And so is Bubbles. And oh, yeah. And I'm, then, yes, yeah. because each, yes, because that's like each of the story protagonists each have a villain. And then they both turn out okay in the end, and that's fine. And then the henchmen yeah. will yep. get to them are the two hapless uh, mm-hmm. uh, nitwits, Jumba and Bleakly. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. So for villain, it's Grand Council Woman and Bubbles. 
and bubbles. What do we think? I think Grand Councilwoman is a bit blah. I mean, she's, mm-hmm. I like that she's like in charge and she's like, you've like classic Disney bad guy, like sends out the hapless idiots to do the job instead of just doing right. it herself. Like Hades did. Um, mm-hmm. But she's just, she's not in but it. She's enough. not even in it that much. Yeah. We don't she's just get sort a lot of from like, her. Are you? Yeah. She's, I think a low score. I think bubbles is, bubbles is a little higher, but yeah. he's like, I mean, I love Ving Rhames and he's great. It's like, I feel like the writing is worse for the character than the yeah. character himself. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think for both of them together, I don't know, like a two, three. I think it's pretty that low. Bad? It's pretty low. Maybe two's two's a bit harsh. Uh, two but, is low. Because if we're putting them together, it should be more than a two. But I mean, yeah. let's do a three. Yeah. I mean, maybe four. I think because a two Bubbles, is too Bubbles low. is everywhere and he is a menace. <laughs> so maybe it's he a, is a, a little menace. higher. I'm willing to go to a four. He's just but, okay, though. Yeah. Like you said, I think he's not written very well and he's a bit one note and boring. So yeah. I think three is fine. Yeah. I think the henchman okay. score should be higher, though, because I think these guys are like classic I Disney. definitely agree. Disney bumbling they idiots. Are yeah, fun. And I enjoyed their presence. Yeah, they're great. And Kevin McDonald knocks it out of the park. He's so good. And mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, David Ogden Cyrus did does a great. I mean, like the the. What take or leave the accent or whatever? Didn't don't know if we really mm. needed it, but the character, this like bumbling evil mastermind doctor who just turns out to be kind of a bumbling doofus, I thought was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was really good, and all the like stupid disguises and like, yeah, I thought they were. Really that fun. was so funny that they're like, "Whoa, we're blending in," and they are still <laughs> definitely aliens. Yeah, <laughs> just like. Yeah, I thought they were fun. They were really fun. I mean, not amazing, but they were fun. They were solid. They weren't yeah. like they weren't like as high as Pain and Panic, I think, in her in Hercules, mm-hmm. but but a similar type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say a seven. Oh, okay. I like that. It's so, it's good, but not like great. Solid, solid seven. Yeah, I agree. Okay. All right. Strong female lead. 10 out of 10. It's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. It's a 10 out of 10. It's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lilo is is really great. And Nani's really great, too. And I think that it does mm-hmm. get included in it. Yes, that I think that I agree. It yeah. gets included. Yeah. Um. All right. I really love Nani. I felt so fucking bad for her. Like, the f- just the shit she's going through. Like, the shit jobs. Like, that shit boss mm-hmm. that tells her it's not working out at that yep. shitty luau place Ugh, and like yeah. and like lilo too like i mean i love lilo but like man was she trouble <laughs> like is she a handful and i just when nani's like mm-hmm. crying in her breakfast like that really hit me um uh, it's beautiful yeah. great great stuff mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. all right yeah 10 yeah all right bye pod <laughs> this is great it's yeah, yeah. It's this good. is so good. I mean, I you know you have although Lilo was played by a white girl. Yeah, they could have done a little better there for sure. They could have. They did have some representation, like I, you mentioned, the two like David, uh, right? Jason Scott Lee and so, and uh, yeah. Tia Carrera. 
Yep, the teacher, the dance teacher at the beginning. He uh, is a Hawaiian actor. The little Bing Rames Bing as Rames. Mr. Bubbles. Yeah. They could have just had like a white lady be the. I mean, or whatever, a white anybody. Um, they had yeah. um the like the the there was like an elderly woman who Nani tries to get a job from at one point like at the market yeah she also yeah. uh i think is mm-hmm. uh i want to say asian american like, but i can't remember but like i said there's so many movies that take place in hawaii where you only have like extras who are people of color yeah. or hawaiian or asian and like in this it was like the focus of the movie and you know it wasn't about a white girl in hawaii having a hard time played by a white girl it, at least the character lilo is hawaiian yeah yeah, yeah so it was really great. i think it is pretty high not like the highest they had like we talked about before with the music. They included Hawaiian songwriter, the Kamehameha Schools Choir, um, children's choir. Like, I think it gets pretty high. Not the highest, but high up there. Yeah. What do you think? And about, they like, did. A- they they did a good job with, like you mentioned earlier, representing Hawaii as a real place, not just like this I- ideal of a tropical vacation. Yeah. And I think that's important in this portrayal that it's not like just per- like a paradise. It's like a real place where people have real problems. Yeah. And it's Sorry, like, what were no, no. Yeah. It's, it's great that you brought that back up. Cause it's like, uh, I mean, not to be too like, I don't know, annoying about this, but it's such a huge problem in the world. Like these, like these very touristic, beautiful quote unquote paradises that are like, like, People come in, they spend money, they leave, but like only some people in those communities mm-hmm. get that money. And most of the community mm-hmm. like kind of keeps kind of suffering and like scraping by. Right. Or people go to resorts and then never like leave that and yeah. treat people who live in these places as if their only purpose is to serve tourists. Yeah. And it's really fucked up. Yeah. So I'm glad they made this movie where it's like people just live. People live there. Yeah. It's not for vacation only and and they didn't yeah. call it t- like they didn't make it like a i don't know like a shitty after school special psa like like mm-hmm. they, they didn't like they didn't make it i think they just made like these they just made real characters living real lives in like a real situation yep. it was good i mean yep with aliens but a real situation where aliens Zeta, crashed down. hey zeta fact crash land crash land um <laughs> Yeah. So, what, what do you think, think like, about an eight? Oh, okay, awesome. What was, were you gonna say? I was gonna say, gonna say? Seven. seven. I'm fine with an eight. I. Yeah, I'm fine with an eight. Um, Why were you gonna say seven? Because I was wondering if we should because knock Lilo's it... played by a white girl. No, I think. I mean, I was sort of factoring that in. I was thinking more just like out of the things that weren't mentioned, the fact that like, the I don't know, like the the bubbles character and like just the typecasting of Ving Rhames as like that sort of Marcellus Wallace type tough stoic or taciturn. I mean, guy. I think Ving Rhames, I mean, I can't speak for him, but to, I don't know. Maybe. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but I just felt like I felt a little like too dim- I feel like that's more but... a problem with typecasting Ving Rhames and always in that 
kind of role, but you could say that for white actors who are always put in that kind of role too, like Arnold Schwarzenegger or um, Paul Giamatti. Okay, that's not. Uh, <laughs> He's no. always the tough guy. He's always sure. the tough guy. Always the big brawny tough guy. Um, in sideways. In sideways, Americans wonder. Uh, I want to say I, he was in like Day After Tomorrow or San Andreas or one of those movies. <laughs> Cinderella Man. Yeah, he was a big tough guy in that. All right. I was going to say like David Hasselhoff. Oh, the Hoff. Yeah. Well, get to that. Um, <laughs> no, we can't get to the Hoff. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I'm fine with an eight. Uh, sure. Eight sounds good. It deserves it. I mean, it, okay. it, it was 2002. It didn't need to do what it did. And they really tried to make a movie that like. Cared, yeah cared about its place in a way i that love that they early got 2000s hawaiians. didn't do that sort of thing yeah yeah i love that they got hawaiians to be in it and and included hawaiian like american but dialect yeah and so and like slang and so it's fun it yeah yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't right. like me, like Johnny Surfer going like, "Hey, mahalo." It was like Nani said it like like I did earlier to, in this episode. It was like uh, Nani like rushing out of getting a getting a job and and saying it like mm-hmm. you know like authentically. Yeah, and how's it was authentic and yeah, it was nice. And, and like the nice accents they, too. Yeah, sounded very Hawaiian. Act like the accents sounded really good. Oh, okay, I thought, yeah, that's so. that's something I didn't pick up on because yeah, I haven't been there. Yeah. So cool so sweet i mean not everybody obviously but yeah so um okay fun factor fun fact this movie's fun okay it's really fun or it's really sad it's both yeah yeah it's like but it's fun yeah i mean it takes you it's like intentionally that way but i think it's overall really fun yeah it's not as big of a downer as like for example inside out i think um but i mean like the parts where it it is like more serious, but it's just not as like much of a downer overall as mm-hmm. inside out. But I think it mm-hmm. does suffer for, I mean, not suffer, but like the fun factor score does suffer a little bit, maybe somewhere in the, in the middle. Right. Like Tessa. No, I think a little more than the middle. So like even like a seven. Oh, okay. You think it's less fun than a seven. What do you think? Like a six. That's as low as I'll go. A six is fine. I think a seven is fine too. It is co- it is like eighty percent fun and thirty and thirty percent. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. <laughs> One hundred and ten. That's our score. That's our yeah. rating system. It's like eighty you know? percent fun and thirty percent very serious. Um, thirty again. Why do you? Because I'm sticking with the hundred and ten thing. Because I like that you're. I like your course correction. I'm sticking with it. Yeah, it's our branding. One hundred and ten. Let's go All with right. seven. Fun factor seven. Okay. Doesn't sit right. All right. I don't know. I I didn't really. Nothing no, doesn't sit right. Nothing comes to mind. Yeah. Nothing really sticks in my Everything head. Everything sits fine. Everything's sitting sitting really. There's no there's no icky dicky in this movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no icky dicky in this movie. Not that I can think of. What about effervescence? Sense. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's some effervescent part, eff- effervescent parts, but not. Yeah, I think it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this suffers from the realism of the story a little bit. Um, yeah, maybe like a five. Or is that too high? Now I'm like, that might be too high. Let's go to a four. Okay. 
Are you right. okay with the four? I think there are some yeah. effervescent parts, but it, like, yeah. This movie, uh, this movie didn't yeah. feel like in a I weird think- way, it didn't feel like a Disney movie. And that's fine. Like effervescence doesn't yeah. mean Disney capital D, but like it's right. It seemed like, I don't know. Because the last m- unicorn would get all of the effervescent yeah, points. for sure. The Red Bull. Fern Gully gets a lot of effervescence. Fern Gully for sure would. It's got my boy Tim Fern Curry. Fern sure. Fern sure. Tim Curry, Robin Williams. <laughs> I love that fucking movie, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think we've talked about how much I love that movie. That's going to be one of our special. Um, yeah. I yeah. Think- Can you do the whole batty rap? I used to be able to. I can't anymore. You just put me, me on too, the spot. I can't and I'm so anymore. embarrassed now. I used to be able to. <laughs> Um, I remember the Parappa the Rappa one, but I can't it, remember that. If I'm watching it, I can rap along, I think, still to it. I'll have to check. I mean, I have the DVD. I can just go pop it in. Go pop it in. <laughs> um, yeah, but I agree. Like this, right. mo- this movie is like in- complex and interesting and maybe fun, I, maybe but not Maybe we go down to a three. I think we should go down to a three. Okay. All right. Fine with me. Do you disagree? No, I'm I'm cool as a cucumber. I'm easygoing. Oh my god! I'm All right. Not... Oh no, I feel bad. This movie is going to score do... very high. I'm very interested to see what this gets. Uh, I'm going back up to a four, for bias reasons. Okay. Okay. Yeah, me. Like I said, I'm cool as a cucumber. <laughs> it's getting a seven. All right, I I can't abide that. That's too high. <laughs> I knew that. Yeah. I was like, you're not that cool. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Okay. Oh, afford- spoiler alert! Tyler isn't cool. Yeah. Even though he says he is, that's weird. Why would he lie about that? <laughs> oh boy. All right. cool. Okay. <laughs> so effervescence. I'm putting a four. So the total score for Lilo and Stitch is ooh, a 79. Wow. That is a good score. That is high. Yeah, that puts it in like yeah, like third place. In, oh whoa! Holy shit! That's really high. It's just two points less than Encanto. So it does better than Cinderella. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow, we it does better than Bambi. It does better than oh shit. It does better than a goofy movie by wow. a lot. Yeah, because it's hitting that wow, it's hitting wee. the BIPOC and and strong female lead that the yeah. goofy movie didn't have. So wow. So it's yeah. it's behind uh what's in the lead? It's third behind Coco is in the lead at 92, then Encanto at 81. And, and then, then Lilo, Lilo and, and Stitch. Stitch. Interesting. Holy Stitch. Holy. Wow. Um, this, Holy this Stitch. just goes to what show you, know? you that, you know, that our system is foolproof, basically. This is amazing. Wow. I'm excited. Cool. Uh, and next up is a movie I've never seen before. Luca. <gasps> Same, because I've been waiting yeah. to watch. Because it came, this movie came out while we had already started i yeah. think yeah this yeah, movie came out, came out the when the pandemic this existed so yeah. i've been waiting wowie i'm excited because i get to celebrate my italian side by watching this so yeah that'll and be we've, fun I'm we've going spent to eat most up. of the time in this podcast shitting on your italian heritage so um yeah it'll be good to celebrate i so i'd like to not do that anymore thank you very much tyler you yeah. fucker it's not my fault i i try to i try to it's not your fault. Rewind the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> I like a meatball. I don't remember saying that. That was so bad. 
I don't remember saying that at all. That wasn't me. That must have been Kevin McDonald doing a Tyler voice. Um, no, weird. that would be. I like. I like it. I mean, he's well. so he's he's very uh, high he's pitched. Amazing. Yeah. He um, is. I I'll we'll have to watch it, but from the trailers, I wasn't a fan of the animation, um, and I was a fan of the music. We'll see if I hold to those opinions. I hear. I okay. I don't know anything about it. People kept yelling things at me, trying to get to spoil it for me, telling me to watch it. But I wanted to wait for the podcast. Um, he's a fish or something. I don't really know, but I'm very excited because I'm a fish. Mm-hmm. I'm a fish. I'm a lover. <laughs> I'm a something. I'm, I'm a, a mother. mother. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. And uh, I used to know all the, <laughs> the words saint? of that song. Hey, name the artist. Name the amazing Elaine talent. Elaine is Morrison. Meredith Brooks. <laughs> what? Why do I know that? VH1, I, baby. Meredith Brooks. Yeah, I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. Really? I'm a child. I'm a mother. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. I do not feel the same. I'm your ex. I'm your queen. I'm nothing in between. Huh. You know you wouldn't oh. want it any other way. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's a okay. hit. Okay. People also ask, what does Meredith Brooks claim to be? A bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what does? And then the answer is a guitarist. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm really confused by the question and then even more confused by the answer. Okay. That is weird. I don't know. <laughs> All right. All folks. right, everybody. Um, wait, big news. We have a website. Oh yeah. I have a little big news too, but yeah, go. Our let's do our big news first. <laughs> okay, so you can go to our website, which is muchaboutnothing.com. Yeah. And from there, you can listen to our episodes. You can send us an email. You can buy us a cup of coffee and support the show because it costs money to do this. It does, yeah. And we all the support helps. All the emails. All the by the way, you can email us at muchaboutnothing at gmail dot com. And all the likes and follows on social media, Twitter and Instagram at muchaboopod. Like all of that is appreciated. But yeah, now we've got this cool website, and you can you can be a another part of the show in a way and more to come we're like you know gonna development more yeah we're gonna 80 percent. it's what is it 80 percent uh perspiration 30 percent evaluation what is the what is the edison thing <laughs> all right that's enough um, everybody goodbye well, really quick, get wait, out no, i had a thing Aloha. I, I had a oh, thing wait, yeah i wanted i just have a quick i have a quick plug it's not like podcast oh, related, Aloha again for hello Aloha. Aloha. Uh, welcome to the plug part of this. One of my friends wrote a book, and I'm really proud of her, and I'm excited for uh, my friend Rebecca wrote a book called The Seaplane on Final Approach. Uh, it's coming out soon on Peng- Penguin Random House. Like, it's a real fucking Whoa. book. Yeah, it's a real fucking book. And she's getting, like, she's just Time Magazine put it on, like, books to read this summer. You can pre-order it. Um, I'm I'm so happy for her. And, I mean, she's getting press from bigger places in our humble podcast but i wanted to like give her a shout out because she's lovely and uh she's a great writer all right everybody until next time aloha aloha Aloha.